everyone. Welcome to the first ever 5-Minute Popcast episode put on by 5MinutePopcorn.Wixsite.com forward slash blog. My name is Nick. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at at Disney Adams. I'm going to be your host for this weekly podcast all about Walt Disney World. We're going to have agents on as well as some kids, some uh, Disney goers, just to give everyone a really cool idea of things going on around the park and maybe some info for uh, help you plan your next trip. This week, we have Megan Umloff coming on. Very excited to talk with her. She is a senior travel planner over at Tink's Magical Vacations, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about the 2019 packages available, as well as some tips, tricks, and, and other cool things going on around the Walt Disney World resorts for 2019. After a quick sponsor break, we're going to head right over, and we're going to talk with her. Can't wait. This episode of 5-Minute Popcast is sponsored by Tink's Magical Vacation. They are a Disney-authorized travel agency. They come with years of experience, friendly service, and best of all, they are completely free. For more info, you can head over to www.tinksmagicalvacations.com for help with an existing trip or plans for your next one. Again, that is www.tinksmagicalvacations.com. All right, so I just want to give a very special warm welcome to Megan Umlaw. She's a senior travel planner over for Tink's Magical Vacations. She's here today to talk with us a little bit about the 2019 packages available for, for uh, Walt Disney World, as well as the new food plan options. We're going to kind of go in a little bit on how the new drink system works with the food, uh, meal plans, as well as kind of give you a little bit more information about what's going on around the parks for 2019. How are you doing today, Megan? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Nick. Oh, not a problem. I, I'm so happy to have you. Um, just, you know, give our listeners an idea. We, we've had plenty of email correspondence, but this is the first time to really talk on the phone, so I'm very excited to have you on. Great. I'm excited to chat with you. All right. So 2019, Disney has released the packages for uh, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Um, you know, really excited about that. It seems like it's the standard packages. Um, is there any, you know, kind of good deals to look out for or, um, you know, good good resource that you'd recommend for the 2019 period? Sure. So 2019 is seeing a lot of new refurbishments um, sort of across the world. Um, there are some things that are wrapping up. There are some things that are continuing. And then we will see things begin again in 2019. Um, some of the, the projects that are wrapping up that I am um, really happy with, and I think a lot of guests are too, um, one of the value resorts, Pop Century, is finishing up their um, room, room refurbishments, and the um, rooms look fantastic. Um, one thing that Walt Disney World is working on doing is um, getting rid of carpets in most of the resorts so that you're going to see a lot more. All the rooms should be going to hardwood floors um, in the next few years. So Pop Century is wrapping that up. So you have hard, beautiful hardwood floors now instead of the carpets, and they've gone to queen-size beds, which is an upgrade from the doubles that they used to be. Um, and this, the most fun thing about the rooms now is that they um, have created a Murphy-style bed out of one of the queen beds so that you can either have it as a bed or it pops up into the wall to create a table. And for those um, guests that have stayed at Art of Animation or the suites at... Um, all-Star Music, you are familiar with that Murphy bed system with that table. Okay, now um, is that kind of similar to the um, to the benches, like where you're at Caribbean Beach, where they have that that second or that third pull-down bed? Um, you know, I, I'm not familiar with those, but um, it's it, it's just a multifunctional thing. So so when it's down, it's just a queen size bed, but you 
put it up and there's a table that kind of flips down, you know, with a stand out of it and then it becomes a table for two people. So it's sort of, so if you're in there with just, you know, two adults, it makes it a really nice, spacious area. Awesome. Yeah, that, um, that definitely works out for the non-sleeping times. Yeah, exactly. Um, you bring up Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach Resort um, has been undergoing massive renovations across this year. Um, there's been uh, most of the construction has been focused on the food area. Old, Old Port Real is being um, completely redone. And actually just today there are some new details revealed um, about the um, dining locations at Caribbean Beach. Um, there'll be a um, what used to be Shutter's table service will now be um, Sebastian's Bistro in an all no, new look, location. Um, it's going to also have let's see, Center Town Market will be back um, with some new visuals. It'll it'll look a little different. The, the pictures look beautiful. Um, listeners can go to Disney Parks blog to see um, more updates and, and pictures. It looks like it's going to be really, really nice. Um, and this is slotted to, um, you know, originally the original date for this was supposed to be this, the end of this year. Um, I actually was able to visit Caribbean Beach Resort in May, um, and I'm not sure that that date will stand. Um, I've done a lot of research, obviously, for my um, clients on this as well. I think that travelers in 2019 will see the food areas of Caribbean Beach Resort finished. I'm not sure they're going to see um, com no construction at all in 2019. There's two other major construction projects going on. One is the new DVC Resort, Riviera um, Beach is being constructed nearby. And then in, in addition, this, the newest transportation option, the Skyliner, um, is being built. And it's it's the, one of the stops is at Caribbean Beach. So there's still going to be a lot of construction happening at Caribbean Beach. Um, I think people will have to really weigh the pros and cons of that resort. It is priced accordingly because there is construction going on, um, and there will be new dining options. So if, if you have to weigh the pros and cons of the construction happening versus what your family needs are at that, at that point of time. Um, I'm sure that we'll start hearing about dates of when these things will be wrapping up at some point next year. We just don't have them right now. Yeah, and um, I, you know, if I can just interrupt quickly, um, you know, just course. kind of go on the the the, um, the end of uh, construction. You know, I, I took my trip down in uh, February, which was, which was our engagement trip in Magic Kingdom. But you know, with the entrance construction, and you know, I, I believe at that point they were already having Caribbean Beach construction. Disney is very good at, at, at doing this. You know, they, they've done this multiple times. They've refurbished, they've, they've rebuilt, they've built new. So, the, you know, the nice thing about it is, is, you know, they always have a plan. You know, you, you see the least amount of this stuff. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I'd seen one of the complaints about the Skyline. I was well, yes, you can see it from Epcot. But, you know, if you think about it, you know, you go anywhere else in the world, that construction site, you can see the whole thing. You know, Disney's very good at kind of keeping things behind closed doors, and that way you can really still experience so the one thing, you know, I really want to let my guests know is even with construction, you don't realize that you can enjoy your, your, your time and, and you enjoy your vigils just as much. Absolutely. And the noise is never, I get that question a lot too, noise. The noise is never um, usually an issue. Um, they really try to figure out, you know, the best times. It's usually in the day when people are at the park. So you're really going to um, probably not be affected by the noise that too, too, too much. 
Yeah, um, it's funny you bring that up because I, I don't remember ever actually hearing any, not even a sledgehammer, you know, when you're going on the, the, the express buses going over to the parks, you know, you see it on, on the highways and stuff, but I, I honestly can't think I, I remember even hearing a single sledgehammer or hammer going. Yeah, it is part of the Disney magic. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. sledgehammers. <laughs> do not make any noise. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, the, the, the other resort that's under construction that sort of needs to be spoken about is, um, Coronado Springs Resort. Um, it is also undergoing some massive renovations, but those are anticipated to be finished by the end of this year, which means 2019 is probably a fantastic time to go to Coronado Springs. Um, Coronado Springs is a convention resort, and I think sometimes it gets a bad rap, but it is a, it's going to be a phenomenal resort. Um, it's it's bringing the um, entire area where you check in into a main building. There's going to be a high-rise tower now. Um, they're also creating a center eating um, dining area in the middle of the um, lagoon there with walkways, which is fantastic from getting from one area of the resort to the other. So you could go right across that lagoon, which is going to be really phenomenal. Um, also, uh, not many people realize this, but because it is a convention resort, it's one of the few resorts that actually has a bar on um, on property, um, rather than having to go to Disney Springs to sort of get a drink at the end of your day. There's one right there. In addition, it's also one of the only moderate resorts that has a, um, a fitness center. So there's there's a lot of perks to staying there um, that I think people underestimate. It's also got a lot of different room configurations. Um, there's a lot of options over there. So 2019, I think we'll that you'll see a lot more people staying at, at Coronado Springs. Yeah. Um, you, now um, my driving go by. ahead. Oh, good. No, no, um, I was gonna say driving by. You definitely saw the construction. They they really are adding a lot to that. Um, you yeah, know, I, I've had a few friends that have stayed in Sarasota Springs, and they loved it as is. So I'm really interested to see that that centralized location in the middle of the lagoon and and check it out once once they finish there. Yeah, it's gonna Coronado Springs is gonna be a really great resort. Um, yeah. I do want to share with everybody though my personal um, favorite, and I feel like one of the best kept kept secrets on property, which is Fort Wilderness Cabins. I think yeah. a lot of people hear Fort Wilderness and they immediately go, "I don't camp, I'm not going there." Basically, uh, Fort Wilderness has these fantastic cabins at a moderate price, and you have a deluxe space. You've got a sitting area. You've got a dining area. You've got basically a full kitchen, and um, then you have a separate bedroom with one bathroom. It is just a really neat experience and one of the, again, to me, one of the best um, values on property. Um, Have you ever stayed at Fort Wilderness yourself? I have not yet. We are uh, making a plan for next year because we're going to be going over that way to check out the, uh, the new Copper Creek DVC. So we're maybe finally going to give in and, and uh, go DVC. So we, we will be, um, but not not as of yet. Oh, gosh. It's a great – it's just a really fun resort. Um, there's so much to see. You almost can't just go to the parks when you stay at Fort Wilderness. So it's one of my favorites. So if you're really looking for space and cannot – extend your budget to a suite or a villa, um, that's really a great sort of solution for those families that need a little bit more room. And from what I understand, just, you know, on the kids' end of the thing, um, that is one of the few resorts that does still allow you to pool hop between the multiple pools on resort. Um, I, I had done a little bit of research on the Disney Parks blog and, and 
had noticed that, and I thought that was a really good touch because, you know, you do have that, that DVC area, you do have the Wilderness Lodge area, and it, it does kind of allow you to, um, you know, the kids to kind of have, have an option of pools. Sure. They've got some phenomenal pools over there. They also, as a moderate, it's one of the only, it's the only moderate resort that offers an additional transportation option to the Magic Kingdom. So there's a boat over to the Magic Kingdom, which there's no other moderate resort that offers that to one of the parks in any case. Yes, and it's a direct boat, correct? It is. It goes right from the beach. That's awesome. You can also see the fireworks down on the beach at Fort Wilderness. It's, It's a really nice um nice package there um and those cabins were renovated just two years ago so they're and they're, they look great they look modern they're clean they're they're really great that's awesome all right so um you know why don't we kind of kind of explore the uh the meal or the dining packages for uh 2019 you know again we have our basic quick service we have the the dining um and then the deluxe dining uh, meal plan um, you know, and then the new thing adding this year is going to be um, the, the adult beverage credit. Um, is there yeah. anything that so you any- can kind of explain to us? Well, so anybody that traveled this year with the dining plan has already experienced that there is an, a new addition of an um, alcoholic beverage. Um, and that's, you know, that's really unheard of with most dining packages, you know, across the world. And, and you know, you go to an all-inclusive and they don't include those, that alcohol. Yeah. Um, so it is a nice ad. Um, and, um, you know, in addition, I'm a big dining plan fan. Um, and, and I mean the, the, you know, the middle-level entry. There are three different dining plans. Uh, plan offers you... To eat everybody in your party for every night of your resort stay, two quick service meals a day plus two snacks. And basically, any of these credits can be used in any way that you would like throughout your week. And I like to explain that by saying, if you wanted to eat all your food in one day, you could. (laughs) I don't recommend it, but you could. Um, (laughs) So... Don't, don't um, then tell my boys that because they'll, they'll have yeah, to right. go whenever every stop they can. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think a lot of people feel like they might be attached to, you know, you can only eat this much this day and this much the next day. Um, and as anybody that has used it and had a bunch of snacks left over at the end, they understand that you can use them however you want. Um, which, as a side note, my best advice for those snacks is to get some of the bagged items that you can take home with you, especially for flying, because then you can enjoy your Disney food for weeks to come. Yeah, those um, goofy gummies. Yeah, oh God, and the gummy worms. <laughs> love those. Okay, so. <laughs> and one thing touching on the snacks is keep in mind with Food and Wine Festival coming in, guys, um, saving your snacks isn't the worst option because uh, most of those um, little kiosks that you can stop for the Food and Wine Festival do accept the snack credit. Um, I know yeah. when we do our, our, our tour around um, Epcot, that, that's what we do. We save plenty of snacks, and that way you can you can have a drink, you can have a snack, and, and really enjoy the area. So just keep it that in mind. You know, may, maybe bank a few of those in so that you can really enjoy your uh, your uh, food and wine if you're going this time of year. It is a great way to utilize those. You're absolutely right. So the the from your quick service plan, the next level up would be your basic Disney dining plan, and this offers everybody in the party a quick service meal credit, a table service meal credit, and two snacks. So again, that's per night of your resort stay, and it's per person, ages three and older. Um, and to differentiate a quick service meal is any meal where you go up to a counter and you're given your meal and you take it to a, someplace to eat it versus a table service meal 
you sit down and somebody waits on you, and that includes buffets. Um, and two snacks a day is more than enough. Um, in addition, with these dining plans, you'll get a refillable drink mug, which is eligible for refills at the self-service beverage islands at your um, resort hotel. Um, and in terms of what your quick service meal is going to include, and this is breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you get one entree. Um, your quick service meals are on a non-alcoholic beverage or alcoholic beverage for guests 21 and older. Um, each table service is an entree and that beverage um, or a full buffet or family-style meal. So you go to the Garden Grill and you get that family-style meal. Um, that's your breakfast. So each table service meal for lunch or dinner is going to include an entree, a dessert, and that beverage or a full buffet or a family-style meal. Um, and a note about, again, with snacks, in addition to using them at food and wine, a lot of people think, oh, it's just popcorn and, and ice cream. But for those of you with a healthy healthy need, every once in a while you can get an apple or a yogurt. There's plenty of options there. Um, yes, I know even at the resort you can really get to the different fruit salads and stuff. Um, I know we usually yeah. use a snack credit for our um, our breakfast option, just that way you get something quick at the resort before you head out and the kids are happy, full. Um, but the, exactly. you, know, you have a, a huge healthy selection of foods, multiple different types of fruits, um, you know, different like little pita chips, stuff along those lines. So there's really something for everybody over there for, for snacks. Yes, and that is a very smart way to utilize those snacks, and that's what I usually recommend as well is that breakfast. Um, now, when you um, move up to the final level, which is that deluxe dining plan, um, you'll be getting uh, three meals and two snacks. Um, and that means basically any types of meals a day per night, again, of your resort stay. It could be quick service or table service. So it's, it's, an, you, you get to choose, um, and the two snacks just the same. So, um, that's going to give you the most, absolute most flexibility. But again, my biggest recommendation is to go with the Disney, um, the Disney dining plan, which is that middle entry level, um, dining plan. And it's really to make you feel like you're on vacation. Um, I, I feel like it, it creates an all-inclusive package for you so that you can get to the, you know, your resort and you're immediately not worried about how much you're going to be spending on that popcorn that your son is never going to finish or the ice cream that melts all over the ground. You know, you can sort of just let go and um, not have to worry about those things. Um, there's lots of arguments out there for the fact that people can eat for less than what you're paying for the dining plan. And I definitely feel like I can say, safely say that you're paying a, a bit a bit more for the convenience. Um, but I'm a big proponent of it. I agree. You know, a lot of times, you know, people, everyone in my community knows, you know, hey, that's the, that's the Disney guy. That's, that's absolutely obsessed with Disney. Why do you spend that money? And, uh, you know, when I, I, I explain to everyone, you don't understand. When you go to Disney, you are taken care of. You get your meal plan. You get off your plane. You hop right on a bus. You're taken. Your luggage is at your, you know, at your hotel room. You go to the resort. You scan a magic band, and your food's right there. You're not worrying about, oh, did I bring my extra cash with me? Oh, did you know? Did you remember to to, to put the bags in the in the trunk? It's it's exactly. really an all around magical experience. It, it's worth that extra, and it's it's not too much. You know, I've done all three packages. We've done a quick service where we have you know paid for for dining. Um, when it was just a couple's trips where it was just the adults going. And the, the dining plan is not, not, not too bad. And like you said, the, the, the ease of it and the comfort and, and, and the, 
usability of it is really makes up for the difference in price. Absolutely. And the biggest reason really is if you have um, children that want to go to those character meals, right off the bat, those meals are, are going to be a pricier point meal. Um, and so I, I definitely say get the dining plan, get those as many character meals in as your kids want, and don't worry about it. Um, just a note on the beverages, um, I do want to mention that those non-alcoholic beverages that are included includes milkshakes, smoothies, hot chocolate, soda, coffee, or tea. So you're not limited to just soda. Um, and then the alcoholic beverages are beer, wine, sangria, mixed drinks, specialty cocktails. They're not just going to say it's wine or beer. So you've got a lot of options there. Now, one curiosity I had with that, say um, you have a child's, uh, you know, because all of our credits are together on the same account. Um, can, sure. you, can you can you um, move those credits or, or is each credit specific for that guest? So say um, if, you know, I want you know I want an extra beer. My kid doesn't want to have uh, you know his milkshake for the day. He's like, oh no, I'm fine with soda, Dad. Could I use that credit yeah. to have another drink, or is that oh awesome? Um, I believe I'm not sure if you can do it um, within the same meal, but I do believe that if you were to go, if you were to you know eat more than you're you'd already gotten through, and you're at a meal where you're all you know, and your child still has some, but. The, I, those credits aren't really spread out per person. They're kind of lumped onto your account. So I do think that that would work out just fine. Okay, cool. Now, um, you know, we're kind of wrapping up here, but um, the other question I had for you, just to, to kind of touch base, I know they haven't really done a whole lot of difference with it. Um, have you noticed any differences with the with the Park Hopper packages for 2019? Um, no, they are pretty much everything stayed status quo between 2018 and 2019. I think the... The biggest changes that are going on are within the parks themselves. We've got, you know, Star Wars Land coming next year. Toy Story just opened. Um, so I think they felt like there was enough going on that, you know, any other changes might just be too much for people. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. In my research, I'm mean, like, you know, they usually they usually switch something up a little bit, you know. And I'm like, oh no, this is this is all pretty pretty much like you said status quo. I think, like you said, they're they're really kind of emphasizing on the on the guest experience with with everything going on. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, Megan, I just want to thank you so much for having me on. Hopefully, you know, we can have you back again. Um, you know, you, you have so Anytime. much information for us. If you need help with a current Disney trip or a future one, make sure you head over to TinksMagicalVacations.com. They are a Disney authorized travel agency. They're extremely knowledgeable, friendly, and best of all, completely free. Head on over to www.TinksMagicalVacations.com today. This is the This Week in Disney section of our podcast. This is where I bring information, news, fun things going on at the parks from the week before. Um, the first of which from last week is the Tron Coaster billboard going up in Tomorrowland. Now, this is visible from the circus area in Magic Kingdom. Um, it is to announce that construction will begin in 2019 for the Tron roller coaster ride coming to Tomorrowland. A few things that are going to happen to prepare for this construction is, first of which, Tomorrowland Speedway will be shutting down in early 2019 and reopening in the summer of 2019 in order to move a piece of the track to start breaking ground for the new roller coaster. The next of the two is that Walt Disney World Express will not be running starting December 2018 until, I'm assuming the project is finished, but I'm sure they will announce a reopening date 
and uh, the near future. Now, this is going to be a pretty cool experience for guests because the, one of the trains will be stationed at the Main Street Station. This means you get some really cool photo opportunities. You get a chance to get up close and personal with the ride without having to worry about hopping on so you can get to the next uh, station. Um, another really cool thing that's going on, you know, that we're talking about photo opportunities, is that August 19th is Disney's Photo Pass Day. This uh, is a day that um, celebrates the, the, the photos taken at Disney and the photo passes from Disney. Um, they will be offering a multi multitude of different photo opportunities for guests to experience at each of the parks. There is a list over at www.5minpopcorn.wixsite.com forward slash blog. So you can check that out and get an idea of different places to go. I know I'm personally excited for Epcot. It seems like they have a very villainy theme going on. Over in Morocco, you have an opportunity to take a picture with Jafar. And in the UK Pavilion, you have an opportunity to take a picture with Cruella de Vil. So that should definitely be a, a, a pretty cool thing. And, you know, make sure you go over to the 5-Minute Popcast web, or Popcorn website. That way you can check out a list of all the different photo opportunities that will be available on August 19th. The last news update on this list is that Space Mountain has updated its futuristic soundtrack. Um, this is going to be a new soundtrack for the ride portion, not the queue, and definitely something worth checking out. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the first ever episode of 5 Minute Popcast. It was a lot of fun today to, to talk with Megan as well as to give you guys some updates. I look forward to uh, talking with you guys next week. Again, we're going to be doing a podcast Every Monday, I'm going to be releasing it uh, pretty early morning on, on Monday. That way you have it for your commute or your day through the work, work day. Um, I definitely want to give a special shout-out to Megan Umloff. Uh, super special thank you for having her on the, the podcast. She really knows what she's doing, and she's really a testament to what Tink's Magical Vacations has to offer for agents. They really are knowledgeable. They're great, and they're going to be a resource that I hope to use on the podcast you know, in uh, future episodes. Um, so again, thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.